the all-star app, the number one app in the business, UFC, Bellator, One Championship, PFL, and more. Get the app right now. Link in description. UFC 282, major pay-per-view, the last pay-per-view of the year in Las Vegas. It's pretty nice to be able to fight at home, right? It's it's something that you should cherish. You know, a lot of people don't get that option. No, they don't. I mean, I mean, I'm right down the street from everything, and you know what I mean. Like, it's not like I have to travel or like put myself out or, you know what I mean. Like, uh, when you travel in places like that, it's like you don't know like how the cut situation is gonna look because, do you know what I mean? Like, what if there's no sauna, this, that, the other? At least at home, I know, and can prepare for whatever I need to happen. You know what I mean to happen here. So it's it's very nice. Yeah, and also uh, I think people don't understand that it it could entail extra cost for a fighter to to travel to a different location, right? And that's that's shitty. Kind of. Yeah, I mean, the UFC usually or like the promotion normally pays for your flight and stuff like that. But uh, you know, other than that, um, like the cuts and all that other shit, the UFC is really good about the, the like cut week. I would say that they're very very good about it. But um. Normally, if you're not in the UFC, yes, it takes quite a little bit of your own money to to get that ready. Yeah, well, training partners and and uh, what is it? Even getting your corners out there. Sometimes you don't you don't have that covered. Corners, corner licensing, your own license, all that other extra. Shit. It's yeah, all a racket. All... <laughs> you're right, man. Those commissions, man, they're they're uh, they're blood sucking. You know, I just have... I'll put it out there. They're blood sucking. Yes, they are. Yeah. What about that? Yeah, that thing they just recently, they just recently employed about like if you don't disclose or injuries, and they find out about it after the fight, that they'll put penalties on a fighter. Did you see that? I didn't see that. What is this again? I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, um, uh, was it Latifi? Right. Latifi. He just recently fought in Vegas, and after the fight, during the post fight, no. he said that he had staff, and then they suspended him. Oh for shit. That. Yeah. So you can't reveal anything after the fight okay so again like uh, this is this is um in this sport right now it seems like there's a lot of incompetent people not doing their jobs and it's like being put on us the fighters to make up for these people not being confident in their jobs isn't there pre-fight medicals exactly isn't the doctor look you up and down so why is it latifi's fault for getting cleared by that doctor and fighting and winning or whatever. And and then it's his fault because the doctor didn't do his job right. It's just like judges. You know what I mean? Like judges recently are the same way. If it's a terrible call, everybody's like on the fighter. Well, don't let it go to decision then. As if it's just like that hard to finish a professional fighter. Um, so it's like the judges are incompetent. The doctor's incompetent. So that's our fault. So now we're penalized for that. For something that they can't fucking do. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculousness, and and all like a, a power to him because he he fought with staff infection, which is very very dangerous to do. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's crazy that somebody didn't do their job around the way, like along the way, and it's Latifi's or the fighters' problem because they didn't do their job correctly. Exactly. That's and, crazy. Uh, there's no accountability, like you said. The doctors. No, uh, the judging, up. the commissions, there's no comedy. They're they're just sitting there making money. And uh like they all just know. collect a check the other day for their music for their for their time, they get a check no matter what happens. 
Mm-hmm. And that and like there's no penalty for any of that shit. Like if a judge makes a bad call, oh well, he's gonna make his check for that night and he's gonna go home and he doesn't give a shit about the fact that he just affected somebody's life and career by that poor decision that they just made. You know what I mean? Like there's no ramification for that other than the fighter just has to sit there and take it on the chin. You know what I mean? That sucks that other people can't do their job and it's our fault. You know what I mean? Like that sucks. Yeah. Speaking of the judging, man, like, you know, you found the regional scene and now you're two fights deep into your UFC career. Do you guys look into that deeper? Like you and the coaching staff and, and game planning, does it affect all that? Well, it, it, it would if we know what the fuck we're looking at anymore, dude. Like I'll give an example, like the, the, um, Vince Morales, my teammate and Miles yeah. Johns. And then there was another one uh, literally yesterday that I'm like, I'm scratching my head about. So two weeks ago, Piotr Jan, right? Or or that whole situation. There was like three weeks ago, takedowns with no damage meant nothing. They meant nothing. They mean nothing. That's what, that's what we were told over and over again. Damage is the main criteria. Okay, cool. We got that. Now, fast forward to last night when my friend stuffed 15 takedowns got taken down with three seconds left in a, in a, in a round, which technically shouldn't even be considered a a takedown because he didn't secure the position. Um, and that was enough, no damage, no control, none of it. There was no damage from those takedowns. That was enough to sway a fight. So which is it like, well, like, well, like I guess in the MMA community judging, what does a takedown mean anymore? Like, does it, does it mean any kind of score? How do we score that? Because, like, there's no – it's just the Wild West. It's just basically – it's changing, you know what I mean, from from week to week. And it's like, okay, so how do we game plan and how do we know what we're supposed to be doing in the fight if the corners, the coaches, and everybody except for the judge got the memo that they're – you know what I mean? Like, it's it's crazy. Like, there's no actual guideline, and it goes state to state so they can just change it however the fuck they want. So nobody, nobody knows how to prepare for these judges. And again, I'm going to rehearse. I'm just going to like hash it out. When you're in the UFC or you're in any of these promotions, these are some of the best hand-to-end fighters in the world. So for people to just on the couch say, well, just finish him then. Like it's just super easy to do to, to beat one of the best caliber fighters in the world handily it's not hard it's not like like an easy task even though some people make it look that way it's not so that's what the judges are for because people don't fall down i hit a richie lang 23 times in 12 seconds you know what i mean in 12 seconds he didn't fall down you know what i mean sometimes you just can't do it so like why is it that we are penalized because these people keep changing what the rules are. It's like, it's like a kid that's like, that like plays tag and then makes up all these rules as he's going to make himself win. You know what I mean? Nobody else. That's how it feels. So I have no idea. I feel like I have no idea how to game plan for it anymore. All I know is that unless you go in there and completely fucking kill a guy for, for 15, 25 minutes, there's no guarantee that you win. And even, and even then, it's up in the air because we have no idea. Like I could, I could trounce somebody, and they took me down once in the second round. But to one judge, that's enough to give me thirty twenty seven for it. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, 
accountability in that. So like, I have no idea what I'm looking at. You know, like I have no idea what matters and what doesn't anymore. So to answer your question, no, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. There's a a lot of frustration, man, amongst the fighters and the coaches with the handling of, of the judging and man, it's real shitty because there's a lot of money on the line for, for these fighters. It's our careers, dude. One loss is very, very detrimental in the sport of MMA. It's not like a small thing. You know what I mean? So, like, you're you're affecting half of our pay, how we're going to eat and shit like that. There's, like, a whole list of things that you are responsible for. And in that one – like, it'd be one thing, like, if I didn't agree with the scoring and, like, how it was, but it's concrete. You know what I mean? Like, that's – like, I don't have to agree with it. But that's how it is. You know what I mean? Like, that's – for everybody this is it across the board but it's not that it's nobody knows what the judges are looking for anymore it used to they say it's damage one week and then okay so my friend so again going back to vince morales he broke miles john's nose gushing blood i mean vince barely has a, a scratch on him so as far as damage went he miles was bleeding the whole fight all over the place he got he, he stuffed 15 takedowns some shit like that he landed more punches. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, like, what did Miles do besides land like three punches, three big punches, and like got a takedown at the very end of a round, like that, like like two seconds left in the round, which is hard because again, you're supposed to be able to in order to score that it has to be like secured. So again, if it's the last two seconds of a round, how are you going to say that that was secured if he did? He didn't. It got separated before that happened. So like again, that was. All of the criteria that we were told wins a fight was met. You know what I mean? And then they just they went nah. They went nah. That's not how that works. So like again, uh, again, yeah. I guess for all of us fighters, it's our responsibility to make up for the incompetence of the judging because it's a real fair world. It's a ridiculous world, man. And and you no, know, it really is. Like and, and like, I know I'm not the only person that feels that way. I'd rather at least know what the fuck I'm going up against. I'd rather know that I beat this guy up. I did everything else, but checked all these boxes. And then when my hand's going to get raised, I don't have to hold my breath. You know what I mean? To be like, oh, you might, I might get screwed because these judges are just changing what they want to look at. It's nuts, dude. Your fight, man, coming up. They got this guy, mm. the youngster. He's uh, he's surrounded by all yeah, this dude, He's hype. a kid. I'm going to beat him up. That's really it. You know, he's a youngster. I mean, the, the thing is, is that He's just still a young man. You know what I mean? And again, he's going to grow up to be something crazy good. Like, I'm not saying that he's not going to be good, but right now he is not a top caliber UFC fighter. He's not. 18 or not. I don't really give a shit. You're on the roster, man. So that, what that means is your age doesn't matter anymore. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. Your skill set matters. And it's lacking in a lot of different ways. And speaking of, I'm not saying that he doesn't have the potential for that. It's just that he doesn't have, you know what I mean? He has time to develop that and right now um they're gonna push him because of the age and and i get why they picked me but uh you know what i mean i, I honestly do believe i'm a terrible matchup for i've i've in every sh- way shape and form like i am there's no way that he's just he thinks that he's gonna walk through me there's no way um no one ever really has so you know um I know they have plans for the kid, and they should, but uh, I don't give a fuck about any of that. You know what I mean? I'm really gonna, I'm really gonna just delay all of that. And uh, all I know is that at the end of the other side of this 
kid is like literally everything that I want in my life. So I, I've just turned my morality completely off to it. I'm like, I, I don't care how old you are. I don't care where you're from. I don't care that we trained at the same gym at one point. Um, I'm going to beat your ass, dude, on, on fucking national television because it's my job. And, uh, you know, and, and move on. That's really, really how it is. So, um, 18-year-old young buck versus me. You know what I mean? I, and I can see where the betting line is, but that's fine. Going back to what you just said about training at the same place, I heard, like, I don't even know how long ago, that Raul and his brothers was were in Vegas and they were training at Syndicate. They would go to Syndicate and train. What what were your interactions with him and his brothers? Um, so again, like I've had nice conversations with Raul. I think I got like one or two rounds in with him. The thing about the Rosa brothers is that they kind of are the roses in general. They stuck to themselves, from what I understand. Um, from my experience, we would ask them if they wanted rounds, and they just kind of stuck to themselves. So they were doing their own thing kind of seemed like they were just using the facility to to make their own thing happen which whatever it's none of my business but uh, we didn't get a lot of, we didn't like do a ton of rounds together you know um he was just always off in the corner and from what i understand um he did that at other gyms as well like they they go to gyms and they kind of keep to themselves and they kind of like bounce around now they're at the pi they're at cabrinha before they were at extreme then they were at a, they were with us before that uh, they just bounce around, you know, so uh, I don't think they really have like any loyalty to anybody but themselves, and that's totally fine. But yeah, uh, yeah we didn't really get a ton of rounds in together. I think we wrestled once, you know what I mean, one time, or like grappled one time nine months ago, and uh, that was really it. What do you think about his grappling? A lot of people feel like, you know, from his contender series fight, that his grappling is really high level for his age. Do you see? Do you see that? You can see that, see that part right there for his age. I don't give a fuck what your age is, dude. For your age means nothing to me. You know what I mean? Like, again, not to discredit his jujitsu game. He does have impressive jujitsu. Like, he can catch you with. If you're not, if you're not on your p's and q's, he can catch you. The thing is, dude, is that if you watch that contender series, I'm not impressed by that. Like, I like he had an opponent that literally pulled guard like five to seven times in the first two rounds. Like I didn't even count after that. He put him on the, he put himself on the ground for Raul to do that, you know, to do whatever he wanted. And if I'm, if I'm a hundred percent honest, Raul got reversed. Um, he got his back taken. He almost got mounted a couple of times. So again, against the guy that like, wasn't all that impressive. You know what I mean? So like, again, for your age is great, dude. You're in the big leagues now. I don't give a fuck what your what your age is. You know, I don't care. For your age, that's like almost. You know, I mean, shoulda, coulda, woulda, but didn't. So at the end, like again, when I when I win and when I beat him, they'll be like, oh, but he was good for his age. Like, I don't give a shit. He lost. He wasn't good enough. Um, I think that his jujitsu is great. I, if I, to answer your question bluntly, I think that his his jujitsu is very good. Jujitsu doesn't exist if you can't get me there. You know what I mean? Like, if you can't, unless you're throwing flying triangles for 15 minutes, um, you know what I mean? Good luck. You know, because, uh, again, watch all my tape. People don't hold me down. You know what I mean? Like, like, if you get me there, which is, I can't even remember the last real person to, to get me down and hold me there for, like, even more than 30 seconds. I don't, I don't, I can't recall anybody doing that. Um, 
I'm talking about grown men with like, you know, NCAA credentials couldn't do that. So, you know, Raul's wrestling wasn't impressive in any regard. He didn't like force Mondo onto his back. He didn't force him to the ground. Mondo put himself there. Um, so again, dude, like you're just going to be great. can be wonderful, but I'm also a pretty high level purple belt and, I know I'm not I'm not, a, I'm not like a, a slouch on the ground. I've been doing this for quite a while. Um, I don't know. I just don't I don't think I don't see him out muscling me. I don't see him out wrestling me. If he gets to the ground, yeah, I'll be in danger. But yeah, I have no I have no intention of giving him the one route to victory that he has. Because as soon as it stands up, there's no way. I'm gonna I'm gonna box him up. I'm gonna plug him up if he stays standing. And he can he can he's, he'll probably hear all of this and and try and meet me in the middle and good dude i hope you do um, case in point is i think that his grappling and overall like overall grappling is he's jits based and if he can't get you to the ground that shit doesn't exist bro and you're not gonna pull guard on me i'm just gonna make you stand up if i if you stand in the middle with me i am going to box your face up yeah absolutely complain again dude richie lang is a monster and i hit him really hard um if i hit raul the same way that i hit him there's no way that he's going to withstand that. No shot. So, um, again, if I establish my range, and I intend to, uh, very quickly, I'm going to just box him up and see what happens. But I don't think that he's not going to outmuscle me. He's not going to take me to the – he's not going to bull double me. You know what I mean? The only, again, the only threat he has is if he's off his back. And if it goes there, I'm standing right the fuck back up. I'm not going to give him that route, especially first round. You know what I mean? First, third round, he's tired. I got you. You know what I mean? But 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 fourth, but first round, you guys are bugging. You think I'm just going to give this kid everything that he wants? Get out of here. I'm going to stand in the middle. I'm going to make him face adversity. It'll be the first time that he's ever had somebody that he can't just walk through. You know what I mean? Or or, or gifted something. Um, so, again, he's going to have to earn it here. If he beats me, he's going to definitely earn it. Um, but I just don't see him winning. I don't see him being really better than me in the sport of mixed martial arts. If we were on... If we were on like, if this is ADCC, kid's a monster. You know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely an, an animal. But uh, this isn't that. You know what I mean? And and uh, your grappling didn't look great when someone started punching you. And I'm going to punch you a lot. So, um, you know, he's a good grappler for a grappler, not an MMA fighter. Yeah, Richie Long, man, he uh he has that Mongolian skull that you know it's, it's dude. Uh, I hit him so hard, so fast. I dude, I hit him twenty three times in twelve seconds. Yeah, I don't know. Those are crazy fights. I, almost, fight, I literally those are crazy. Bro, fight. a great fight. But again, like and again, going back to that as well, my caliber of opponent mm -hmm. comparatively, it's not even in the same. It's not even close to the same category. It's just not. You know what I mean? Like like Mario Batista is murdering people. Top 15 fighter. people. And I'm only, yeah. and I said that before our fight. I said that before I fought him. Mario Batista is going to be in the top 15 before you know it. And I'm the only person in the last three of his fights, even before mine, that had been able to, in six days, I took him all three. He's murdering people. You know what I mean? Like absolutely slaughtering them. Um, and then, you know, Arichi Lang is, again, he's called the Mongolian murder for a reason, dude. Like he's not a, he's not a bum. That's not a bum that you can just beat. Um, nobody that Raul has ever fought could touch those two guys just off those two. Um, Mario would kill Raul and so would AQ. 
I, I, I heartily believe both of those men would kill him. And I was, I lost to them, but I was about that close to beating them both. It wasn't, it wasn't a, oh, I got my ass kicked. It was a, that, that, by that margin is how much I lost. So yeah, I, I just don't, uh, I don't. He's yeah, as a lot people, enough adversity. A lot of people, they look deeper into to your record, into your fights. They understand that. To be honest with you, if you look at some the, of the... The people that actually follow me know that. Yeah, I'm like, I've never taken an easy fight in my life. Never one time. I've always fought to my level or higher. And I've, I've honestly, most of the losses I have are shitty split decisions or shitty decisions that shouldn't have happened. I should be, in my head, I'm like 14 and 2. You know what I mean? Because again, there's I can name four of those decisions that shouldn't have happened. Shouldn't have went that way. I just, you know, I could took tail of my career is man, you won that fight. I know you did. They screwed you. And it, it, you know what I mean? My whole career has been that. So um I've never gotten my ass kicked. No one's ever just beat my ass. Never. Never one time. Never once. Um, I've been finished one time, and I'll be honest with you, if you, if there was any video of that, because Bellator fucked me on that, um, it was one of the best performances I ever put on. I was putting on three 10-8 rounds. I have this guy, the guy that I that subbed me, I have his teammates, his old teammates, that have come up to me and been like, dude, you were killing him until that final minute. Literally murdering this person. So like that, that must is my one finish that somebody finished me on. So I was literally beating the life out of them, and I got caught. That was it. So, like, again, I don't know, man. I just think the depth of this is a little bit something that I don't think that they've considered quite well. So, uh, you know, all the power to him. But I just don't think that there's any part of this that he's ready for quite yet. You know, like, he's just not ready for it. And, again, I'm not saying I'm, like, a world killer or I'm like, the, I'm, like, a top 15 guy right this minute. But I'm damn sure more of a dog than any of those people that he's ever fought. He's never fought a dog like me. Even if I'm not the most technically brilliant, I'm going to fight you the whole time. I'm not going anywhere. I don't get tired. I don't back I don't back up. If you rock me, I'm still coming forward. AQ rocked me in the first round. I kept throwing. Like I'm not going to back down in any regard. He's never faced that. And that's, that's going to be how we're going to figure out how he manages that. Because, again, I want to be in his face the whole time. The whole time I'm gonna be in his face. He is gonna start out like bad out of hell, and in the second or third round, he's gonna realize that I haven't gone away, and that's I'm gonna eat him alive at that point. So uh, I just think that I've been through more adversity against tougher opponents uh, for a longer time. You know what I mean? And uh, I might be O2, and I think that that's what they're looking at is that I'm O2. But you're forgetting about who I lost to and the manner in which I lost. Um, it's just I don't know. I don't know, man. You know what I mean? I'm not Mondo, and I'm definitely not going to pull guard eight times. Off the rip. Not going to happen. I'll tell you that. Not even one time. I'm not going to pull guard one time. So, I don't know, dude. You know what I mean? You're going to have to get me there. Well, good luck, because better men than you haven't. So, you know. I love the energy, man. I love the energy uh, heading into this. It's the truth, man. It's just, just the truth, yeah. man. Like, again, yeah. like, you can discredit me all you'd like, but. My skill set, my proof's in the pudding, dude. How many people have really... Again, I invite everybody to prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Go through any of my tape, all of it, all of the tape that you can find of me, and tell me the last person that really took me down and held me there. I will wait. I hope I hope somebody finds somebody that says that, that they held me down for more than 45 seconds. Please show me. 
because I don't think that's ever happened. So again, you're not going to just get me there. And if you do get me there, it's going to be quite the journey to get me there. So again, I think his best hopes are to try and stun on me like a young man does. He's going to try and like a flying try. I've really had like a prop bet with my friends. No, I'm not, I'm not doing anything illegal. Just like, just telling people in the gym, like, I bet he throws a flying triangle or some shit at me in the first like minute. Like that's, that's, I'm honestly dead set that he's going to try and do some shit like that because he's not going to just catch me on the ground. You know, so uh, that's how I feel. You know, I, I just truly feel that way. And I've prepared for every possible outcome here. So December 10th, man, you're back in action. UFC 282 in Las Vegas. Go in the descriptions and download the All-Star app. Jay, always good catching up with you, man. You're always a great interview and uh, all the best in the fight. Oh, thank you very much, man. Thank you for having me, man. I uh, hope to talk to you soon.